Welcome to Psychic Cowgirl Radio with Shannon Lackman. Practical, insightful conversations to empower and inspire you on your personal journey. From her cattle ranch in Alberta, this sassy psychic cowgirl uses her connections to universal energies to guide you to greater awareness and wisdom. Morning, everybody. How are you all doing? It's a sunny day here in Alberta. I had to look because the weather changes quickly. Yesterday was, you know, windy, snowy, all the stuff, and sunny. We had it all in one day. Good times, good times, which kind of fits the energy yesterday. So on Monday, it was Canada's election. And, um, well, it was interesting, let's just say that. Alberta has been struggling. Alberta and Saskatchewan have been struggling for the last while because of um, politics and economics, and it's harsh. It's really harsh, and... So in this last election, it was very much a divided country. We are a big country. We have provinces that cover a lot of landmass each, and it was very divided. The West voted one way, and the East voted another way, and there is more population and seats in this electoral process in the East, and so it was decided before we were even done voting, and being that these two provinces in particular are struggling with the economy, it's harsh. It's, yeah, I I don't even know how to put it into words. It's really, really challenging. And there's a lot of very upset people. There's a lot of talk of separation. And it's harsh. Um, And so when you're empathic and you feel the energies around you of other people and places, it's a little bit uh, or a lot actually challenging right now. So I love sage spray. For those of you that have been listening, you know that I love sage spray. So you can get it at, I don't know, any metaphysical store. I have um, a friend who I ran out from my supplier and I didn't have time to order any and I had a friend who makes these things and so she made me some and oh my gosh it is seriously amazing so like all you empaths I struggle being in crowds I have to like psych myself up for it even to go vote and I only went down the hill to my little community hall but I knew the energy of it was going to be tumultuous right because it just is And so I have to, you know, psych myself up for it, protect my energy, like clear everything and block so I don't take on other people's. And, yeah, it's a whole process. You know, not easy being us sometimes, right? So I had run low on sage spray, and so my friend made some, and we'd been talking about it for a while, and she had me come over and smell them to see what I thought, and I'm like, oh, yes, because I can smell things 
those of you that are sensitive to energies, you know what I'm talking about. You can smell something and know if it is right for you or not, right? Because if it's not right for you, it has a little bit of a pungent odor to it and it kind of burns your nose. Like, Anyways, you know what I mean. You know in a moment. And so I loved her sage spray, so I sprayed my shoes. And I ended up going to town after school because the kids wanted to get some things. And uh, I wasn't in a hurry to leave, and that is so not like me. So not like me. Usually I have to, like, tuck myself into it, you know, do a whole process. So, yeah, we did the big stores. We went for supper, and I was not in a hurry. It wasn't that urgency to get away from the energy. Then, all weekend, we had volunteered at a Halloween party. There was 500 people there each day, and I had sprayed my shoes, and it was fine. So amazing. So if you're someone that struggles with feeling what other people are feeling, and you struggle with sorting out what's yours, what's not yours, sage spray. Find somebody who makes it. Find a metaphysical store that sells it. It is amazing. And so I had got some bottles in for my store, and I sold them all already. I just texted her yesterday, and I picked them up on Friday and said, uh, you need to make me more of this because it really, really works. I can't believe how I could handle the crowds. Now, granted, there was other things in my favor, like the fact that it was outside, but there was still a whole lot of people there. And so, yay. That is my biggest tool for staying grounded and connected to myself when the energies are chaotic. I actually forgot to spray my shoes yesterday when I went into work with adult literacy, and I couldn't get out of town fast enough. Like, I could, I didn't stick around. I mean, a lot of, well, it was all the election energy, right? Because people in my communities are struggling to survive. And when you're struggling to survive, you want change and help and hope and faith and all of that, right? And I, I yeah, it's, it's harsh. I'm, I'm one who um, keeps the faith and hope. I, I struggle with it at times like everybody else, but I usually manage to find a way. And yesterday I was like, okay, I need to take some time carve it out in my, my crazy schedule right now, which just is, and give myself that energy reset, that uh, moments where I can clear everything and just figure out a way to move forward that may or may not work, but it's something to do. So, like, social media right now is blowing up with Alberta and Saskatchewan and they want Manitoba and BC to separate from Canada. It's it's blowing up hard. And it's messy and it's ugly and it's causing fights and do I personally believe we should separate? No. But I do believe that something has to change. I was actually watching a talk show yesterday that I haven't watched in quite some time because They're just not in alignment with my views. For some reason, Alberta has become the poster child for being against climate change, being redneck, being not for 
rights of women, like all this stuff that's just simply not true. I live here. I, I think I have a pretty good grasp on what's going on. I do go out and about even if I try to stay home often. And we're just, that's not Alberta. Like, we're not against climate change policies and changes, but you can't just ignore and drop everything you're doing. Because, well, they're targeting oil and gas and beef, which, I mean, they haven't targeted psychics yet, but I'm sure that's, that's always ongoing. So I'm in a really awkward position where everything I do is considered controversial. Uh, climate change. Let's talk about the environment. As a cattle rancher, we do take care of our environment because if we don't, we don't survive. But we don't get any credit for that. And then oil and gas, yes, that's what my husband works in. He fixes things. And, yeah, they're trying to – there's no um, – forward movement in that right now because of our federal government policies and what they're saying they're going to do. And so millions of jobs have been lost. And a lot of those jobs belong to people in eastern Canada. They came here to work. And now they can't because there is no jobs here for them and they're mad and for some reason they're blaming us as Albertans, which I just don't understand. But we are resilient, and we'll figure it out, but it's just creating this divide in our country and this messiness that's, yeah, I'm finding it very challenging to people yesterday. Today I, I go back to work, and so I'm going to have that spray smudge in my shoes a lot. And so when you're in this kind of energy, what do you do to navigate it? I mean, we have to try to keep our faith and hope. It's, it's harsh sometimes. Um, suicide rates are up, and it's men in the 25 to 60 demographic who just feel like they can't support their families, and it's hard. It's hard because we're struggling to, you know, pay the bills and have some sort of quality of life. And so it's hard to, I don't know, I don't know what the word, like, I find when we're being prosperous, it's easier to be an advocate and to um, like volunteer for things and to, you know, give of time and money. But when you're struggling to survive and worrying about paying your bills and working as much as you can because you need that money, you don't volunteer as much. You don't, you know, advocate for things you may want to because you just only have enough time and energy to focus on your priorities. I hope that made sense because that's how it is, right? That's human nature because we are all just trying to figure it out, and we are doing our best. And so, you know, I donate to my local food bank. I volunteer with our 4-H club at the food bank. That's where we focus it on because I feel it's important. You know, and I do know, you know, talking with other, you know, parents and commu community members, if we did have, 
you know, less worry about struggling with this economy, we would be doing more, more volunteering, more, you know, helping out in the communities. But you only have so much time and energy, and you have to figure out where to spend it. So if you're empathic and you're feeling these things, you have to figure out what's yours and what is everybody else's. How do you do that? Zip your chakras. So break the energies. This one's hard to, to explain on this podcast. But take your left hand and hold it out in front of you with your palm facing you and your thumb up. Take your right hand and hold it out with the palm facing towards your other hand. Your thumb is down. And so your palms are kind of facing each other and they're out in front of you. And then you take your fingertips towards your elbows and then back. It's like you're even know it, I find it so hard to describe but do that and then like break the energy and then zip your chakras and that will stop anything that's not yours from entering into your energy system so that you can sort it out because when you're in this like challenging time and it's there's fear it totally blocks your guidance and your intuition because you can't Feel the energies as clearly. Fear will block anything. Fear and anxiety because you are, like, not able to stay grounded. And you're just, there's too much, too much coming at you at once. And so you can't sort through your messages. And so we want to get you grounded. Sage spray. (laughs) Yesterday I came home after working and it wasn't even a, like my crazy wasn't even one of those crazy overwhelming work days. It was pretty quiet because, you know, people didn't want to people. And I went on my stair stepper and vented out my energy. So find a way to vent things out. Go for a walk. I love my stair stepper cuz it's physical and I can stomp. <laughs> I do go for a stomp walk sometimes. <laughs> feels good, swear at the bulls just because I can, but my bulls right now are really nice, so, you know, they don't get swore at as much. And oh, the cow that chased me that time, I do swear at her, but now she's really nice, so I don't know what's going on there. Um, watch the time you spend with other people who are fearful or anxious and negative, like, I'm very careful right now on social media and being with people because they're all sad mad, as a friend put it yesterday, which is a perfect description over what happened. And it's just, and it's because we don't feel heard, the western part of Canada that's involved in this, that's upset. And fair enough, because it's been made very clear by our prime minister that he doesn't like us, which it's pretty sad. <laughs> and... You know, same old story. If you got to know us, you might like us. I don't know. Um, When you're feeling all of that, do cross your arms. Do cross your legs. It will shield the energy. 
take your index finger and your thumb and put them together. It grounds your energy and stops anything from coming at you. Breathe deep. Breathe in calm. Breathe out your first name. I do that a lot. I just need those few moments to recalibrate my energy because it's easy to be reactionary. I urge you to pay attention. So when you're being reactionary, so say you're having a conversation with someone and what they're saying just makes you fume. Do you, so how I see it happening is their words come at me, bounces off or sticks and I react. And I react immediately very like, are you kidding me? depending on the situation, right? And sometimes it'll come at you, and it, it does feel like an energy ball. If you can, like, sort through what, how it feels to you. For me, it feels like an energy ball. They're throwing it at me, kind of like a maybe volleyball, and I volley it back. But it's not that gentle. It can be very reactionary, and you just feel like blowing up. And... Sometimes it's right to do that. Sometimes it's not. Again, you have to become aware of yourself and what, you know, what your reactions are and why. Because, you know, right now being reactionary, you're saying things that maybe you don't want to. But, again, we're in such a weird world right now that we, knowing what is right and what is wrong, is tricky. <laughs> Everybody has their reason for having their opinion, and it suits their life. Do we wish sometimes that they would just listen and understand us also? Absolutely. And so, like I said, I was watching that talk show, and, you know, I haven't watched it purposely for quite a long time because of I felt like their views were a little bit more away from mine, and I just wasn't interested in hearing it. And I accidentally watched it while I was stair-stepping yesterday. And uh, they had a journalist on there, and it was impressive. I was so happy. It gave me hope because he expressed views and the way he saw things that matched the way I saw things. And I don't hate our prime minister. I don't care for some of the way he does things, and I don't care for the dismissive energy he has for my province, where I live and grow food for people and just try to have a life that's, you know, good. And so that's hurtful, but I don't think we need to attack everybody. And it's, I, but I also understand why it's happening. When people feel fearful, anxious, and hopeless, they don't behave well. That's just a human nature thing. But if you can understand why you're doing what you're doing, then you can either make different choices or realize you need to do something. Like I said, I'm going to take some time this week, hopefully, or next week. I don't know when. My schedule's a little crazy 
to just reset my energy and figure out how I can move forward the best interest of my family, my community, you know. Maybe I just need to support some people that want to separate and ask some tough questions. I don't know for sure the right answers right now because the energy is very bubbly and uncertain, right? But that's the problem. When we don't know what's going to happen, we don't always react or behave the way we hope we would, right? We're human. So here's something really good. Use mistakes as learning experiences. So if you do say something and then you wish that you wouldn't have, just remind yourself you made the best decision you could in that moment for your survival based on the information you had at that time. You know, I say this a lot because when we look at our history and the atrocities, at that time they thought it was okay. It doesn't make it right. Absolutely not, and I'm hoping that we've learned from all of that. But we have to also understand that at that time, they didn't know any better. And it's still not an excuse, but we do have to have a little bit of compassion and hope and, you know, work on evolving and growing as humans to making better choices and having a better world. Not easy. And anxiety and fear is huge, huge. And so you need to figure out your own tools. And how do you get your messages? Are you clairaudient? Are you clairvoyant? Are you clairsentient? Make sure that you're taking that time and space to be present with yourself to get your messages. Yesterday, I kept seeing flashes of white light all over the place when I was at work, thankfully not when I was driving, but when I was at home and didn't matter, it was outside, it was inside, it was all over. And I said that to a friend and she's like, well, what does that mean to you? And I said, I feel like it's just saying, hey, you're supported. We'll get through this. It's okay. Don't forget to have your faith. Faith. When you're feeling desperate and anxious, it's hard to tap into that faith, isn't it? But I'd like you to ask yourself, when has it not worked out? Yes, it's been bumpy. Yes, it's been treacherous. But has it not worked out? Somehow, perhaps not the way you thought it would. I mean, things do happen for a reason, and perhaps with this election energy, perhaps what happened is um, for something else to happen. I don't know, and I won't know until I do know, right? And I can let it devastate me, or I can find a way to step up my game and survive it. I do realize that, um, you know, the people that are on the separation and I think they're planning a rally and I, I just don't have the energy for it. But I've already been through this when our last provincial government put in rules for farmers and ranchers. No, they passed a bill with no rules for farmers and ranchers. 
And so we couldn't even comply to the rules because there were none. I don't know how that makes sense, but that's what they did. And we did do rallies against it. It was called Bill 6. And I went to those rallies, and I went to the, you know, the the big forum-type deals where they talked about what they were doing, and they had no clue, and they didn't care. And that was harsh. And they spun it to make us be the redneck bad guys. We didn't have a problem with the bill, per se, if it would have had the rules and the regulations so we, number one, knew how to comply, and number two, it made sense. It was bizarre. And being in that room where we feel like we do have a voice, but we truly didn't, it challenges your faith. And so I'm going to support this this stuff on the sidelines. I just I and I don't have the energy right now. And I had to know that have to know that about myself, right? You can't go on every soapbox. You have to pick and choose and know yourself. Know yourself and what what your priorities are. And survival and survival of your family is always number 1, right? I mean, I don't like that because people are out of jobs, the violence is escalating. And, you know, some of the addiction issues and violence issues are also escalating because of it. So it's harsh. It's hard. And I do feel compassion for them, but at the same time, I don't know what the answer is. Sometimes it's just day by day, right? Know who you are. Know your priorities. And do good when you can. tricky it's tricky especially when you're empathic because wow what's your energy what is somebody else's so again sage sage spray ground your energy try to clear out the cobwebs like what what is cluttering like what is really really going on what is like get down to the basics because we can't get rid of fears and anxieties (laughs) Well, that's not the world we live in. But if you find that social media is just amping you up and working you up and making you mad, walk away. You don't have to look. You can snooze some people for 30 days. I did that a lot with this election stuff. I snoozed a lot of people because I just, you know, I didn't want to be bombarded with it all the time. I knew what my plan was, and I didn't even, like, do any political posts I just I didn't have the energy because I was focusing on other things to do with my family and that's that's okay you know we often are caught up in the whole we're feels like we're doing everything wrong when you know your bank account accounts not growing when you don't feel like you're getting ahead in life and we're bombarded by, oh, do this. This will make your life better. Do that. This will make your life better. Oh, you're probably doing this wrong. Oh, are you doing this right? When do we celebrate what we're actually doing right? And it's so easy to get caught up in that hamster wheel of everything we're doing is wrong. That's how 
you know, we end up buying things we don't need or signing up for programs and coaching and things like that that we don't actually need because we are so convinced because we're being targeted and convinced that we're doing things wrong. But are you? When you sort through it and get to, you know, the basics of it all, are you actually doing things wrong? Are you not trying the best that you can? It's not to say you don't improve yourself. Absolutely. But be discerning. I'm positive that you're not doing everything wrong. (laughs) I know that because I work with people every day, and that's one of the things we chat about. You're doing a lot of things right. Don't forget to acknowledge that. Yes, not knowing what your world's going to look like next week is uncertain, but that's the world we live in now. Whatever shift happened over the last few years, we're in unknown territory. We actually don't know. And uh, how often do you say that? I don't know. I say it all the time. I, I don't. The energy is different. We're learning it. We're navigating it. And remember, you are doing a lot of things right. You know, it does feel like activism or, I don't know, being a social justice warrior is easier when you're not worrying about paying the bills or how you're going to manage to scrape up enough money for your child to do that activity they want to do. It definitely makes a difference. So we see these people going on, you know, vacations and new cars and whatever it is that you wish you could do for your family but you can't right now. Don't let it derail you into thinking you're doing things wrong. My husband and I have this conversation quite regular. We don't really understand. But we also know who we are and what we're willing to go into debt for and what we're not, right? And it is challenging and it is tricky. And we are learning how resilient we are, though. Um, I can't tell you how many people are tapping into their intuitive talents and just exploring that and finding huge gifts and huge understandings and huge rewards. So yay, again, they're doing things right in that aspect and celebrate that. And be careful what you believe is true. Just be aware of why you believe that's true, because maybe it's not. I don't know. I don't know your life. When we were at this um, Halloween thing all weekend, my husband got his eyes open to a few things that I've told him happens in our world, but he didn't, I don't know if he didn't believe me or just, you know, from a man's point of view, he didn't think it really happened. But he overheard a few conversations, and he just was surprised at people's outlook in the world and how they um, saw things. So they wanted to come pet the animals, but they didn't want to deal with any animal fertilizer or they were sometimes not happy that the animals were dusty. Um, Okay, but we're not going to bat them. 
they're not going to stay bad. So, like, I don't know. But it's also good to realize that what's true for your world might not be true for somebody else. So, realistically, they probably just never experienced an animal out on a farm where, yeah, they get dusty because, well, they're outside. <laughs> yes, we brushed them, but, it, you know, they still get dusty. And it was just new to them, and when it was new to them and a little messy, they didn't like it, and they complained. Uh, don't we do that when it's new to us and a little messy? We don't like it and complain. But once we make peace with it or understand it in a different way, it's okay, right? We can make it work, right? But it's that not knowing or new or different or, you know, a lot of times we don't want to upset other people or show that we don't understand is the world we're in we don't have a choice but to try to figure it out and yes it's weird yes it feels off kilter will we be okay I think so I do I think we've got this we just have to figure out how how we, how we want to navigate who we are what we can do And don't get caught up in a rabbit hole of negativity and being worried and scared. I mean, this isn't a new tactic. Conspiracy theorists say that the powers that be, and I still don't know who the powers that be or who's actually in charge, I don't know who that is, want to keep us in an anxious, fearful state because then we kind of, follow the norm or follow the crowd. We don't think outside the box as much, which I, I, can, I can understand where that philosophy is coming from because if you're in survival mode, you're not as creative sometimes. Sometimes that might motivate you to be more creative and find new ways of doing things. Do I want us to be aware of climate change? Absolutely. Would I like us to find greener energy sources? Absolutely. Do I should think we should shut down what we have now? No. I don't know about you, but I kind of like my natural gas furnace that keeps my house warm. I mean, I do use my wood stove because I have an abundance of wood where I live. Trees are always falling over because it's wet here. Um, do I want us to do better and save the planet? Yes. But I don't want us to cripple and bankrupt and emotionally damage people in the process. I fully support finding new ways of doing things. I love hearing about innovations. And I'm not alone. I'm not the only Albertan that thinks this. So even though we get painted with a rather unfortunate, I don't know, who people think we are, I guess, I don't know. This is also cluttery energetically to me because that's not what people I talk to or in my community and my friends think. Yes, I'm sure there are some that do because, I mean, we're in a diverse world. You know, there's lots of opinions and, yay, I don't want everyone to agree with me all the time. I have people that don't vote the way I do or 
don't view religion or spirituality the way I do, do I hate them for it? Absolutely not. If it works for them, do I hate all vegetarians and vegans because I'm a cattle rancher? No. If it works for your energy, good for you. Do I want them to hate me because I do eat beef? No, but I can't help it if they do. That's their option, right? But I do have friends that are, and they don't hate me. We have to balance being more compassionate with being um, protectionist a little bit, I guess. Like, don't let people walk on you. Have boundaries, but also don't be extreme. I don't know. We're in this juggling balancing act. I don't know. I do know. Find a way to keep your faith, though. Again, I ask you, has it always worked out somehow? It might have taken a while. It might have felt bumpy and desperate at times, but it's always worked out, right? And I'm saying that like that because I'm hoping it did. (laughs) Because, you know, kind of in a pickle right now in our province. I don't know. It's definitely an interesting time to be on this planet. Um, Not always pleasant for sure. But make sure you're also balancing the unpleasant parts with the pleasant parts. After this radio show, I'm going to go let out my horses and pet them all and make sure they're all healthy. And then I'm going to go check all my cows, pet my highland cow, who, by the way, is getting quite fat. So I'm fairly confident she's pregnant. You'll have to go to my Facebook page because that's where I'll share those pictures. Oh, my gosh, she's so cute. I should put up my video of her eating. Oh, because she was eating, and that cow that chased me that time that hurt my feelings and scared me came up to try to eat, and she wasn't aggressive at all. But Bridget did not let her have any of her barley. And I'm like, you know, of course I'm team Bridget because Fozzie Bell chased me. I know. These are the things that keep me going. I totally check out from the rest of the world and I focus on my animals if that makes your energy uplifted I encourage you to take the time to do those things okay so I want to do a chakra balancing today mainly because I need it so I'm going to do the relaxation one and that one I'll do live and then I'm going to play a recording of the chakra balancing so that I can do it with you okay so give yourself a nice breath in Go ahead and close your eyes, and let's take three big, deep breaths. Three big, deep breaths as you begin to release and let go. Begin to focus on the sound of my voice and allow all the other sounds to drift into the background. They are unimportant for you to pay attention to. Mm. (sighs) Breathing deeply. Breathing deeply. Mm. 
bring your attention to your feet, your legs, and from your toes to your knees. You become aware of your legs relaxing. Every breath takes you deeper now as this relaxation moves up into your thighs, hips, and your stomach muscles relaxing as well. And the more relaxed you become, the deeper you go. The deeper you go, the more relaxed you become. relaxation now continues moving upward in through the solar plexus across the chest area in through your shoulders and moving down through your arms your hands your fingers and your neck muscles are relaxing each Every breath takes you deeper. With every breath you breathe in, you're breathing in the relaxation to the body, the positives to your mind. With every exhalation, you're releasing any discomfort from the body and any negatives from your mind. Breathing deeply. Breathing in. Positives. Releasing negatives. And now, this relaxation keeps moving up in through your scalp, across your forehead, and down over your eyelids. Facial muscles, jaw muscles, and your physical body relaxes deeply, completely, with every breath. In a moment, we're going to count backwards five to zero. You're going to enter the imagery state when we reach zero. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. Deeply, deeply, deeply relaxed. This is a meditation to balance and cleanse our chakras. I'd like you to sit up straight, have your feet flat on the floor, nothing crossed. Give yourself a nice breath in and out. I would like you to visualize or imagine deep, thick roots 
growing up the bottom of your feet deep, deep into Mother Earth. Feel yourself grounding and connecting with Mother Earth with those deep, thick roots. Nice breath in and out. Now, imagine or visualize a white ball of energy coming up from each of those roots into the bottoms of your feet. Visualize or imagine those balls of light traveling up your legs. You may feel a warm, tingling sensation. Move those balls of light up your legs, through your shin, past your knees, up your thighs, higher, higher, and then both balls of white light are going to join together at your root chakra, at your pelvis. Your root chakra deals with feelings and energies of having the right to be here. The root chakra is symbolized as red. I want you to imagine or visualize a red ball. Symbolism is personal, but I want you to have something that you're focusing on. So if it's a red ball, I want you to start spinning it until it's bright, shiny, shiny red. Right now it may look cloudy or dirty. It may be really big or it may be really small. I want you to spin this ball of energy until it's shiny, bright, sparkly red, spinning, spinning. The root chakra deals with energies of money, career, home, needs, and possession. So it's really important to have this one balanced. I want you to spin it, spin it, spin it until it's bright and shiny. If you are having trouble visualizing or imagining, Archangel Raphael will be there to help you. Archangel Raphael is also going to vacuum away all the cruddy energy that comes off your chakras. So spinning, spinning, spinning. We like to give this one a really good cleanse. Spin it just a smidge more. Fantastic. You are doing great. Okay. Now this one is all shiny clean and it's in your body. Again, there's no way to do this wrong. Now I want you to move up to your sacral chakra, which is located midway between your pelvis and the base of your spine. This one's an orange ball of light. I want you to spin that one. This is where we have our feelings and emotions. Let's spin that one until it's bright, shiny orange. This is where we are able to set boundaries when we have this one balanced feeling joy. Let's really spin that one and give it a nice big cleanse. Spinning, 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 spinning. For all of us that have trouble saying no at times, we can feel why it would be important to have this one balanced. Excellent. Give it a few more spins until it's bright, shiny orange. You guys are doing fabulous. Okay, now that that one feels good, move up again to our solar plexus chakra. This one is the yellow one. This one is where we can make choices. We set our intentions through this one and have our will to do things. It involves self-direction, self-esteem, and the power of transformation. So let's spin this yellow light until it's 
bright, shiny, and sparkly clean. Spinning, spinning. Nice. Focus on spinning that one a little more. Perfect. I can feel all the energies flying off to be vacuumed away. You're going to feel so good after this. All right. So now that that one's all shiny, let's move up to our heart chakra. This one's green. This one deals with love and I give, I care, forgiveness generosity. So let's spin this heart chakra until it's shiny green and infused with sparkles. We want to have a pretty heart chakra. And spinning, 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 spinning. Fabulous. Let's keep spinning that one. some more. Just like everybody's is nice and sparkly, shiny. Okay, great. Now, put that one back in place. Let's move up to our throat chakra. This one is blue. We're going to spin that ball of light energy until it's shiny. This is the one where we have expression, where we listen, where we can communicate. It's all about using our voice. So let's spin, spin, spin this one. We can communicate clearly. Spinning, spinning. Fantastic. If you find that your throat chakra feels out of balance often, grab a sodalite or a lapis lazuli. Those stones will really help with that. I wear them when doing the radio show. It's really, really helpful. Okay, let's spin that one just a little bit more. You're doing fantastic. Okay, now that that one's all clean, let's move up to our third eye chakra located in our foreheads. This one has to do with telepathy, intuition, imagination, visualizing, all that good stuff that you've been doing. So this one is the darker purple color, and we're going to spin it until it's very sparkly. Nice. Keep spinning. Our intuition's located here, so we like to have this one clean so we can get our messages right. Keep spinning. Excellent. Spinning, spinning. Perfect. Kate, now that it's nice and shiny, clean, deep, deep purple. I see a lot of yours is deep, deep purple. Beautiful. Okay, let's move up to our crown chakra located at the top of our head. Now, this one is a pale violet, or you might see it as clear. We're going to spin that ball of light until it's bright, shiny, clean, and sparkly. This is where our psychic and intuitive abilities can be found. Our faith, our connection to the divine, ability to trust life, values, ethics, courage. Lots of stuff happened in this crown chakra. So let's spin that one until it's really, really clean. Excellent. 
great. You guys have been working on this. This one was pretty clean. Okay, so let's put that one where it's supposed to go. And remember, there's no way to do this wrong. Just the act of listening to my voice and doing this exercise will create the energies, and it will happen. It's as simple as that. Let's just visualize or imagine that ball of light again, just right above your, your head. And then you're going to move it down, down through your face, down through your neck, down through your chest, down through your, to your pelvis. That ball of light is going to break into two. And each ball of light is going to go down side, past your knees. You're going to feel refreshed able to focus, you're going to have a lot of clarity after this meditation. Continue sending that ball of light through your, past your knees, down your shins, and out the bottoms of your feet, and ground you deep, deep, deep into Mother Earth. And then you can bring your awareness back to the room, back to your body. Meditation is about doing what feels natural to you. You're letting the energy do the work. It takes a little trust, takes a little faith, but if you practice it, you can come back to this meditation anytime and replay it. Have an excellent day. You have been listening to Psychic Cowgirl Radio with Shannon Lackman. Practical, insightful conversations to empower you on your personal journey. To connect with Shannon directly, visit PsychicCowgirl.com. That's P-S-Y-C-H-I-C-C-O-W-G-I-R-L.com.